0: GoLight presents Opinions Matter with Adrian Kennedy.
1: You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast.
2: Hi, my name is Mary. I had heard about the benefits of CBD oil from a friend and decided to give it a try. At the time, we had both hit the menopause and had begun taking HRT to alleviate our symptoms. Unfortunately, we still had issues with our sleep quality and its duration. I've definitely seen a vast improvement in the last few months. I'm sleeping much better and hardly experience any sleep terrors. I would really recommend trying CBD oil in conjunction with your HRT.
1: And if you would like to get your hands on some CBD oil, our show sponsors are Greenheart CBD, and they're offering our listeners and followers a very special 20% discount on all CBD products. So all you have to do is go to their website, greenheartcbd.ie, find what you're looking for, and then at checkout, you use the promo code 2022. For a special 20% discount. So you go to greenheartcbd.ie, find whatever product you're looking for, and then at checkout use the promo code podcast2022. In exactly an hour's time, schools all across Ireland will observe a minute's silence in memory of Ashling Murphy. Now, this gathering, sorry, this gathered a very mixed reaction online over the last 18 hours with many people believing that it's inappropriate to involve children in this and that young children shouldn't have to know about this or even try to understand it. Here are just a few examples of some of the comments that appeared online on both our Facebook page and elsewhere. One user wrote, As a teacher of infants only, the children will not be involved. The staff are going to reflect together, and I believe that this is the aim of this, young children will not understand and shouldn't be expected to. Another user wrote, I don't think this is appropriate for young kids at all. Bad enough uh, the children in Ashling School have to deal with it, or that there will be children there already who could be dealing with violence in their lives. And one final message says, uh, this is a terrible idea for primary schools. I have lots of traditionally uncomfortable conversations with my daughter, but making her aware of teachers being murdered shatters her innocence. Now, as I said, they are just some... ...of the comments that we came across last night. On the flip side, a lot of people applauded the idea of having a minute silence in Irish schools at 11 o'clock this morning. Found it a lovely idea, a very fitting tribute because Ashling was indeed a teacher and uh, loved uh, her students. So right now, on Opinions Matter, we want to know how you feel about this. Do you agree with the comments that I've uh, just read out... Is it uh, inappropriate and is it shattering their uh, innocence or do you actually think it is a lovely tribute and an important thing to do? How do you feel about the ch- uh, the fact that your child will most likely be observing a minute silence at 11 o'clock this morning along with uh, the rest of the country? I'd love to hear from you. You can send us a WhatsApp right now to 85 2626 or you can send us a WhatsApp voice note to that same number, 085-825-2626. As I said, Katie is uh, here with me today. Katie, you've young kids. They're not at school yet. No, um, not at school yet. How would you feel if they were?
3: Um, It's a really, t- it's a really really tough one because the, the parents of young kids on Facebook who are understandably concerned about their kids asking questions um, and about what their kids will know... You, It's a lovely, I think it's a lovely idea. And I personally would have no problem with my children. You know, in fact, I'd encourage it. You know, it's, I think it's a lovely thing to do. It's a mark of respect. It's not going to do them any damage, but I think maybe it should be either kept just who understand it or can handle it a bit more or it's done with the younger kids. But I mean, in a very, very, very sensitive way that they're not really told what's going on. I don't think... It's appropriate to talk to a five or six-year-old about murder.
1: Can't you have a minute's silence without necessarily going into the details? If I were a
3: parent of a a school-going child um, in primary school, that's probably um, the only way I would be completely okay with it was if I had control over the information that they're being given because as a parent it is our duty and it's up to us to protect them and by protecting them and in protecting them that means you know against what's going on in the world and inform them about what's going on so I think but then again is it going to raise a lot of awkward questions are kids going to be going home to parents today and parents didn't want to necessarily talk to their kids about it it's it's such a tough one I genuinely i mean. Completely two minds myself about it. A part of me thinks, yeah, this is absolutely gorgeous thing to do for, for, for Ashling, But then at the same time, I'm like, is it putting parents in a position where they have to talk about something that could be traumatising for a child?
1: And I want to kick off with a WhatsApp voice note from a, a teacher who sent us this message.
2: Good morning. This is just in relation to the minute of silence that schools are being asked to observe at 11am today. Uh, Personally, as a junior end teacher, I won't be marking a minute's silence, but I will be lighting a candle and saying a a short prayer with my class. Uh, I I won't be discussing the situation uh, with the children. I just feel they're too young. um, They're too young to comprehend such a a senseless act. Um, But I do understand uh, the thoughtfulness um, behind it. I think it's a nice gesture of unity and respect from the teaching community. So by all means, any classes or schools who do wish to follow through in it, I can see where they're coming from as well. Um, Our thoughts are obviously with the Murphy family today, a day that they shouldn't have to endure. Uh, Also, we're also thinking of the principal and staff of Duro National School as well. I I can't imagine what it must be like for them, what they must be going through. A very challenging time but um, our thoughts are with them on this day and in the the days and, and weeks ahead.
1: Alright, uh, fantastic message. Thank you very much indeed for sending that in to us. But basically what she was also saying is that primary uh, school children are perhaps a little bit young to be observing a minute silence and all of the uh, questions that that brings.
3: I don't think they're too young to be observing a minute silence. I think it can be done. If it can be done in a way that, you know, they're not being told, given too much information, that could potentially traumatise them or scar them. You know, I think it could be done. But... It's just how they do it without bringing on a mound of questions. I think it should be up to a parent to talk to a child about something like this and to explain it in their own words.
1: Uh, a lot of comments coming in on this uh, already. Um, it's a minute silence. They're not watching an autopsy, says uh, one message. But is it um, just
3: about the minute silence, or is it about the information behind what the reason for the minute silence mm. is? A six-year-old, you know, is it is it practical to? give this information to a six-year-old or a seven-year-old
1: um nolene says if the president died the schools uh, would close so what's the difference but
3: is this this is a bit different this is a teacher and these kids all have their own teachers who they no doubt love or sometimes don't love but they they all have their own teachers so they can relate this is a teacher this is murder this isn't just you know the death of a president this is a young hmm. a young woman who was brutally murdered
1: um James says primary school should definitely be left out with they're too young and unnecessary to scare them and tell them um, about maniac killers running around now I'm sure teachers aren't going to be doing that in class today but it's the the conversation is the conversation that this creates isn't and that we really received
3: it? so many like we were inundated with messages last night on Facebook from parents who were having this conversation last night and this morning and they themselves were asking us to talk about this because they themselves did not know if how they felt about their kids during the minute silence, especially the parents of younger children. The secondary school parents, I think they kind of say, right, they're old enough, they can, they, they get it anyway, they're hearing about it anyway, but it's more the parents of the younger kids, I think, that were messaging us that were kind of unsure about. Mm-hmm.
1: And in fact, I just got a message in from uh, Emer, and she says, when I was eight, we had a minute silence for 9-11, were we too young to learn about a terror attack? I think that might be a slight bit different, because it, it was so removed from uh, us, where Kids can relate directly to the person at the front of their classroom as their teacher.
3: Yeah, I remember when I was, I think I would have been about nine or ten. And I don't know if you remember Holly and Jessica in the UK. Mm. And I remember we, in the school I went to, it was a small country school. um, And we observed a minute's silence for when, you know, it came out that that the poor girls had been murdered. And, you know, it didn't affect me so and I was young enough. So I don't know. I don't know if by saying we shouldn't do we're wrapping kids in cotton wool, but definitely with the kids, the younger, the like the primary or the baby infants, senior infants, they're too young to take to take that information.
1: Alright, let's bring in some calls on this and we would love to hear from you on 85 2626 at 11 o'clock this morning uh, schools all over the country will be observing a minute silence in memory of Ashling Murphy, it has created a mixed reaction, nobody seems to have a problem with secondary schools for example observing this, but for primary schools and particularly for younger kids um, as we heard from that teacher a moment ago, as a teacher of infants only. Uh, the children will not be involved. The staff are going to reflect together, and I believe that this is the aim of this. Let's bring in some calls, and we'll go to line one, and line one is Jessica. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jessica? Hi, uh... Well, Jessica, what's your view on this? Should uh, particularly primary school pupils be observing this minute silence? Absolutely,
0: because then you get to like, especially if it's an all boys' school or mixed class with boys, start the conversation of Treat a woman with absolute respect, or you're just you're not you're not a lad Then you're just
1: a tow rag. Okay, but is this a conversation you need to be having with five and six year old kids?
4: Yeah, start them early, but then it's not
0: even just education. Like it's a, like it depends on the household they're from. Like they could be from a household where they treat women like dirt, and that's probably where your man who did this to the to Ashlyn was from. Like just was told, oh, it's it's just a woman. Like why do they matter?
1: Mm. Okay. Now, uh, obviously, obviously uh, we need to teach our kids, especially our young boys, to have respect. Uh, that goes without uh, saying, and I agree with you that it is a conversation that we need to start with little boys at a at an early age. I don't know if it's a conversation we should be having with five and six year olds.
3: They're just too young, but then again in saying that I think if you can do it in a way that's very sensitive in a way that you're not piling on information that could be traumatizing for them I don't see the issue with just having a little minute silence but it's just finding out how you would word it because I think the gesture is lovely and I think to, to have the mark of respect and it is so fitting because she was a teacher it's so fitting for schools to do it in solidarity but it's just finding that way of doing it without creating a very upsetting situation for the kids and an even more awkward situation for the parents because parents should be the ones to decide what their children know.
1: Okay, so in answer to uh, the the question, Jessica, you believe that we should be having the minutes, well, we are going to be, but uh, that young kids should be involved in that minute silence. Absolutely,
0: get them
5: started
1: young. That's all you can do. All
5: right. can't them from everything.
1: Okay, thanks very much indeed. Uh, Edward, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Edward?
6: Yes, good morning, Edward. Uh, I've been listening uh, very carefully to, to some of the, the speakers there, and I think the, the tragic loss of Ashley Murphy has affected us all this happens. But I think we need to be mindful about the effect that that has on mm. children. I mean, you can't just impose silence on a class full of six-year-olds and not give it some context. And, and the context, frankly, is horrific. There's a whole narrative here that needs to be addressed before we start doing things like that. And I think we need to think this through. I mean, they haven't learned to assimilate that type of thoughts that, like we would. But they're not able to connect the dots like the rest of us. And when they look at a video of Ashley like I did on on, on YouTube, they wouldn't probably have the same reaction, you know. Um, they're going to ask, why are we being asked to stay silent? That's the question. You know, the teacher has died and, and the inevitable questions follow after that. How did she die? And what happened to her? And these are all very important questions to children that make them feel safe. And that's our job as parents. Children look at the world through a different lens, let's not forget. The things that frighten them are real, they're, you know, there are um, monsters to them are real. And it's our duty as parents to reassure them that when we turn their beds and light up at night. That they are safe and that there aren't monsters but <laughs> the reality is very different Adrian you know
1: yeah unfortunately the reality is uh, very different So, like I said, uh, this did create um, a lot of reaction online last night. You know, the principle and the idea behind having a minute silence in schools makes perfect sense. The worry is, and this is what I've been hearing from an awful lot of people, uh, I don't think it's appropriate for young kids at all is the message that I'm hearing from uh, so many. Is it appropriate for younger kids? And for the sake of argument, we'll say under nines.
6: No, it's not not, not. not at this moment. They've, they've plenty of time to start learning about the dangers in this world. But, I mean, I have a daughter who lives in Tullamore, Adrian. And even she, you know, who is 18 years old, is now terrified. I mean, we have a suspect. I mean, I work closely with the guy this year, I'm a journalist, and I mean, I get feedback from them. We still haven't got anybody arrested for this crime. And she would regularly regularly walk along that route with her friends but she's not going to do it now until Mm. such a time as she's been reassured that he's been caught. I think the whole of of, of, of of War feels that way. Every woman feels vulnerable but what we don't want to do in, in saying that is bring our children into, into into that narrative and yeah, so,
1: so it is so it is understandable that your daughter may feel uh, vulnerable until the individual or individuals um, who committed this crime are arrested and charged and so on. So that is yeah. understandable. But your your point is where it comes to young children having this minute silence. Brings on the inevitable questions about how did this teacher die and so on. Uh, Word spreads as well, even with young kids. And you think we need to be protecting them from this horrific information.
6: We not only need to be protecting them, what we cannot do is impose silence upon them when they need to talk. And when they need to talk, they're going to talk about what happened to this poor girl. And when they do that, we have to have answers. And if we don't have the answers, they will fill in the gaps in their own mind. Their little imaginations will run riot and you'll terrify them. It's as simple as that. Okay, here's
1: um, here's the question then. For younger children, do you believe that it is appropriate to be having this minute silence today?
6: Absolutely not. I do not. There's a time and a place for all of these things. And I think what we should do is we should grieve as adults uh, and cry and get our anger out some other way, but without drawing the little ones into it. Because once we bring them in, you know, we we, we we frightened them. There's nothing worse than seeing, you know, a whole classroom of teachers upset and there's no explanation for it. Um, and I think that's what's now happening. The whole country is upset, Adrian. Absolutely, I was yeah. upset. I,
1: I, we all were. I, we all
6: were. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and and I will be upset because I'm going to be tuning into the service now, very shortly at 11 o'clock. And, and I know that, you know, there is going to be thousands watching this. And we've lost a sister, you know, we, we, we've lost a beautiful woman a talented girl my god uh, the words are indescribable Absolutely. To, to, I agree. to describe the the, the the state of grief that exists in this country this morning
1: okay but uh, boss having said all yes. of that you believe that we shouldn't be involving young children in this they need to be protected
6: i think that's totally inappropriate to do that and mm. i think we have a you know a responsibility not to upset them unnecessarily um and 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 you know 5%. Okay, but stay,
1: stay there. Stay there for one second. Let me go to sure. um, Emer. You're on opinions matter. How are you, Emer? I'm like you. Well, Emer, what did you want to say on this? You you heard Edward clearly saying that he believes young children should not be involved in uh, this minute silence. They need to be shielded and protected from this horrible, horrible information.
5: I mean, children should be shielded and protected from all tragedy, absolutely. But at the same point in time, you know. We are not living in the same world where you and I grew up in. And um, you give, we give children access to smartphones, iPads, tablets. We give them access to the entire world by the time they're toddlers. All well, no, I, do, of, I, to I don't know. If,
1: I don't know if children <laughs> have unrestricted access to the internet at toddlers, uh, toddler age. But I, I do well, take did your you, point. Did you
5: have an... A- do you, did you have a smartphone or access to the internet no, when you were no. a toddler? No, I didn't. needed to die and I'm in my late 20s and I'm not judging any parents too but what I'm saying is the world is different now than when you and I were growing up and they do if they want to they can sure they'll find a way to find it much quicker. So, so are, you, are you, are you arguing selective. then
1: are you arguing that young children probably know this information about Ashley Murphy already?
5: I'm sure so. Like, children are observant. They listen in. I'm sure they hear the news. I'm sure they hear their, I their agree. parents percent about I- their Happen. It's on the
3: newspapers. It's on the radio. It's on the news. Parents have it on. Kids are in the background. A five-year-old isn't stupid. They might be small and they might look like they're not listening, but you have no idea how their brain absorbs everything. Kids are well aware Same. of this. They know what's going on.
5: No, it's up to the teacher. It's, as a teacher, it's up to the teacher to do it successfully if they want to observe them in silence with the class. And if the if the questions are there, they'll say, "And um, please take it up with your mummy and daddy." Or um, unfortunately, um, she's just um, she just passed away, and this is the details. Um, your, your parents can, you know, mummy and daddy can let you know about it. But that, at the same time, though, saying ask your mummy and
3: daddy. It is putting the parents in an awkward position if the parents have decided themselves that they would rather not speak to their children about it. You know, obviously we can't. Kids who have social media and that you can't you can't control what they will see. But would it, would the child five, six, seven, eight, nine, even? You, can, you have a lot of control over what they see in here. Not everything, but sending, letting the, you know, your child go home to mommy and daddy and ask these questions, it's, it's putting them in a, in a really tough situation. Well, uh,
1: Edward, let me go back to you for one second. And uh, basically what I'm hearing here is that you can't um, hide everything from uh, children. And children probably know a lot of this information already without us even realising it.
6: Oh, no, I, I, I wouldn't subscribe to that. Um, I mean, I I listened to the woman just talking there about, you know, having access from at her age, very early age. That, to me, is not appropriate. I mean, uh, there are very, very strict protocols. Edward,
3: we're not talking age. about having access to the internet. No, no, we're talking no, about they know as in it's everywhere. I mean, people are talking about it on the streets, in the shops when they meet. It's on newspapers. It's in the radio, and the cars. It's on TV. Kids are like little sponges. They take everything in, even when you don't realise. Like, the things my son, who's two, two and a half, has turned around and said to me that I've not even realised that he's picked up on. Things he said no, to me. No, I get that. No, I get that, they're oh, taking it that? all in, and they are on we- some level. I think all kids of, you know, a verbal age, know something is going on. Now,
1: mind you, there's a message from uh, Sorkid that just in, came came into us, and it says, "My six year old knows nothing about this death." At all? No, uh, brilliant. Mm. And, well, okay, this, and that's the point you're making, Edward. Uh, Emer, what about? That? I, I
6: think I think there's some value judgments being made here, Adrian, and and and, and I don't want to get into finger pointing at, at parents and how mm-hmm. they uh, uh, raise their kids. That's that's just not for this discussion. No, absolutely. But I think I, I think you know the whole subject of whether or not children should have access to the internet is is is, is something it, that it, is enough anath- is anathema yeah. to any reason. And and, and
1: and it is a conversation for for another day, but. It
6: uh, is. It is indeed. And if we if, if we if we look at it in the context of what we're discussing this morning, um, to use that as, as a leverage to justify talking to children is not, in my mind, uh, uh, you know, mm. right. Well, uh, uh, we, let me. We,
5: it, let might you... it might be. It might be. And I, I like I said, I'm not coming here slamming Edward, and he's his rights to his thoughts and his opinions, and and it's mm. absolutely valid. But what I'm saying to you is, we can't pick and choose. When we want to, like, you know, we can't take and choose, you know, how kids, how they absorb things, how they find things out.
1: But Ema, let, it's, it's, yeah, but let me, let, you, let me read that message again from Sorka. My six year old knows nothing about this death at all. And that's, that's the way it should fantastic. be, Adrian. That,
6: that, is, that is exactly the way I would like it to be because children really should not be exposed to this horror. And that's what it is, make no yes. mistake. It is a horror. Uh, fine they might pick up they, they might pick up from other parents or other uh, bits and pieces of information but in reality nobody nobody is feeding them that mm. sorry, uh, sorry what were
1: you trying to say there
5: but my five year old niece is aware of it as is my three year old nephew because the radio is on in the background and so absolutely I think that if the first if the, if six year old is not aware amazing fantastic but, but the world that, we, world that we live in it's, that's more of a rarity than not, and the fact of the matter is we're all taking away from the fact that it's a minute silence just to observe. You like Katie was talking about Holly Wells and Jessica Chapman when she was nine or mm. when she was nine or ten years old. I was saying I was about six or seven when they passed away. We observed a minute silence. Now you know we were young kids, even we were young girls at the time. You know, listening to how. Well, these, just these out of curiosity,
1: actually, what did you know? About how those little girls died.
5: That uh, our, well, I remember when they were missing first, and I remember it was all that David Beckham was doing an appeal for them. And then later on, at the time, we found out that I knew of it was the caretaker that the, you know he lured them in with the dog and mm. that he killed them. And that you know he. So was, you you, you
3: know, knew all of that
1: information at the he age of five nice. or six, and you did as well, yeah. Katie.
3: I saw the interview with Ian Huntley when he was giving information that he'd seen them. I remember almost, obviously not exactly, but I remember watching it on the TV. I knew everything, and am I affected to this day? Absolutely not. I think kids, you know, at the same time we were trying to protect them, there is, you know other side of it, the kids are very resilient and I don't think they take it in maybe as much as, an. Ad- I don't think it affects kids the same way it affects adults. In saying that, I don't think we need to pile on information, but I wasn't affected long. Yes, it was sad what happened to Holly and Jessica, and but, you know, it taught me a lesson. Don't go to strangers' houses, um, and I think that's the what my mom and my dad wanted me to learn at the time, but, I mean, I was nine, ten years old, and I knew everything By the way, I, uh,
1: in, in that particular case, he wasn't a stranger than you from went the to school. Well,
3: yeah, that's true. That is true, and that's terrifying, but... My mom and my dad, I think they didn't have a problem with me watching it because I was nine years old and they obviously felt that I could handle it and it it hasn't affected me to this day.
1: That you know of.
3: No, it hasn't.
1: Okay. And at the uh, time uh,
3: it didn't affect, well at the time, I mean, you're like, oh my God, that's so scary, but it didn't traumatize me. It didn't, you know, it didn't make me scared.
1: I read out a message uh, a moment ago from Sorka about her six-year-old knows absolutely nothing about this uh, crime, and Sorka's on the line. Um, Sorka, other people were saying, you know, kids are sponges. uh, They know all about this without you even realising it. You don't agree?
7: Okay. Um, I can only talk about my child. Um, She knows nothing. If... If you stopped her now and said, isn't it very sad about that teacher who died, she'd look at you vacantly. She hasn't a clue. Um, I'm okay. I'm one of those wait call, maybe happy-go-lucky parents. No, but you know what I mean. I don't don't leave the news on consistently in the the house. I have the radio on. If the news comes on and the radio and something comes on, I think it's a little bit... mm, I turn it off. I protect her. That's my job as my mother until she gets to a certain age. Mm. Is to protect her. Okay. From these so let,
1: let me ask you then: How you feel about? Uh, is she in school today?
7: I sent her into school. Yeah, um, we and got it, to the doors, and the chief, the principal, actually was welcoming them in this morning. Oh right. And okay. There was uh, nothing was said about any silences. It was. But do no, you know? Just, do
1: you know if the school is observing the minute silence?
7: I have no idea. Is it not something that they all have to do?
1: I don't think they have to. I don't think there's an obligation. I, I, I know all the teachers' unions certainly supported it, so um, it's something I, you can expect you, to be oh, done. Look,
7: okay, to be honest with you, okay, she's um, six. Um, there's some kids in her class who are five. A minute's silence at their at their age is going to just go over their head like water off a duck's back. They're not going to know what it's for. It's hard enough to get a group of kids to stay still for a minute and anyway.
1: No, well, that's very um, true,
7: yeah. Unless you're going to sit them down and tell them exactly what happened. Now, I would not like that to be done. Because my child doesn't know about this, and anyway, so I would not. Well, I don't think it'd be a place for. Okay, well, one, know of, about one it.
1: of our very first callers was saying that we need to be having this conversation with the young kids. Uh, oh, stop! Uh, yeah,
7: stop! They're only they're babies. Stop yeah. it! That is stop that's it. that's
3: shattering innocence. That is shattering their innocence. Talking to them about gender violence at five, stop six it. years they're old and about murder. They're
7: babies. They're babies. babies. You know, there's a there's a time they're, they're, they are only babies. Who can say oh, well, They're in pre- they're in primary. They're at such a development. Don't they're not. Their little brains can. Oh, my child. We we've, we've just had Christmas. She's all excited about the Easter bunny. That's mm. their brain on their brain on they're sees so these yeah. points. They're so Points. They don't see anything else. Why so, uh,
1: uh, Okay, and I, I do understand what you're saying about the minute silence for that young age group might just go right over their heads, but it may yeah. not either. Uh, I don't know what the setup is in, in most schools, but I do know, I know, for example, one school that has a picture of uh, Ashling Murphy at the top table in the class, and no, the, the no. kids are being, you know, uh, will be able to see this photograph of this teacher now.
7: Look, OK, I understand. OK, the school maybe where Ashling talk, God rest her. Yeah, I understand. They're going to ask questions. Where is the teacher? You know, yes, they, course, they have yes. to be informed. Of course. The rest of the schools. They, they, right. OK, I understand the teachers want to mark it. That, that's perfect. Of course you do. You know, she was one of yours. Kids, she's not one of yours. She, these are children. They don't know. They don't need to know. They don't need to know about that level of violence. They don't need to be informed. They okay.
1: don't need a- to be told. A- a- Aimer, what do you say to that? Here's a mother who's six-year-old going into school today knows nothing about this murder at all.
5: Well, you know, if she's in a school, that's great. If she's, but, like, who's to say that the rest of the children in her class don't know about it? Who's to say they're not maybe picking that up as well and having a conversation about it? Like, that's all well and good if, if, if that's your home and you want to put that shield around much more respect for that but you can't mm. control what happens when you go out into into the world like you said you can do your best to try and shield it but other kids in the class might know about it they might talk about it they might have older siblings as well in the playground who are talking about it maybe eight or nine or ten who are aware that's what thing that's, that's what they mean there is that element of home at home but if you're in a mixed environment you can't control absolutely everything and it's up to, as I said, it's up to the teacher to do it in a tasteful way. We are remembering a teacher who passed away. Don't need to go into the gory details. It's all about, it. I'm sure teachers are smart. Like they're trained to to tailor their communication styles to the age that they're teaching. Like senior, your seeing yeah. senior infant, I'm sure your, your child's teacher is, is tailored communication to senior infants. i have hardly gone into the gory detail. What I'm saying is just because you are six children you now doesn't mean that the rest of her class aren't aware I'd have older siblings or cousins or
1: anything like that. Hey, just out of curiosity, Sorka, uh, would you yeah. have any idea if this has been talked about? You
7: probably wouldn't, would you? No, I tell you what, like maybe as parents, you know, you might say, oh God, that was tragic, wasn't it? Jesus Christ, because I have a daughter who's going on 20. You might say, oh Jesus Christ, imagine if that happens. You know, but it'd be like that. But it wouldn't be, you know, about, it wouldn't be talking to the kids about it. Mm. You know, because... All of us as parents, the the, other parents I know, all would be on the same mind frame that are you that kids babies of that age do not need to hear this can I just
3: ask you a question um we all know what happened September 11th now I was nine years old ten years old when that happened and I remember Mm. coming out of school and my mother telling me when I got into the car oh something dreadful has just happened this has just happened and I remember going home and sitting and watching it on the news you know and I think my mother's thinking on this was this is real life this is happening you know I don't think we have to give all the gory
7: details but you know our Kids not a little bit more
3: resilient than we are giving them credit for.
7: I think, you know, I, I suppose this is my theory on, OK, at the moment with kids, I think, and I know Aisling's death, horrendous, OK, can't can't even fathom, can't even fathom how the parents are open, can't, OK, so clarify that. But younger kids at the moment are still trying to get through this whole, um, my daughter at the moment, the only thing she would talk about that she would know that and her friends would talk about is COVID. Has somebody got COVID? Is COVID nearly gone? Can we go on holidays? Is that nearly gone? Mm-hmm. After that, they're just kind of then they're just back to Christmas toys and fairy tales, you know. Uh, they, you know, I think they've had enough the past couple of years.
1: Okay, and, and you that. genuinely believe that they should be protected from information a, a, about an horrific crime like Ashling's murder?
7: A five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, oh okay. I'm gonna put it up until confirmation age. Yes, one hundred percent.
1: And and because. just try and avoid the
7: subject, and not talk about it okay alright okay if they come and they talk to you naturally always talk to our kids 100% so let me but ask they, you
1: then if your uh, daughter comes home and right. says to you today uh, mm-hmm. oh mammy there was a picture of a minute teacher silence, a yeah. minute silence yeah. um, all, of, yeah. all of that how will you deal with that
7: I'll just say that um, that teacher died and she's with the angels now
1: end of
7: end of I'll say she and I wouldn't go into how it happened I'll just say she had an accident accident is a good word covers a lot of things I'll say, um, and I know people say she's very flippant about it, but I'm protecting a six-year-old. I'll say that teacher had a, had a bad accident and she had to go to Holy God. She's with the angels now. Mm. And that's yeah, where we I have a message teachers.
3: on Facebook there from Keith, Keith, and he says, stop wrapping them in cotton wool. We live in a dangerous world and learning, teaching them young, We'll, teach, we'll prepare them basically for future events. Well, What's he mean by oh.
1: that? Go into the graphic detail, although we don't know uh, don't much of the graphic he, detail. He, I don't think
3: he means go into graphic detail, but I'm, I think he means, you know, we shouldn't be trying to shield kids from everything. I'm not talking about babies now, but I'm talking about kids who are a little bit older, like I was when Holly and Jessica went missing, like when the Twin Terrors happened. You know, as I said, I wasn't affected. I'm sure there are many people listening now who were around the same age as me when these things happened mm-hmm. and also haven't been affected. So where's the line between wrapping them in cotton wool and preparing them f-
7: you know i think i think as a parent as an individual as, a, as an individual parent are going to each of us going to make our own choice on this. and each
3: child is different i think it's easy to say you know parents should do this but you can have one child who's a lot more sensitive than another child mm. i was a very yeah. sensitive child and i still wasn't affected by it but i was sensitive in other ways so i think it is I think it's a case by case situation, depending on what you think the child is able for. But at the same time, I think, you know, shielding them from everything that's happened in the world. Is that healthy as well?
1: But uh, what, I, what I was asking was, and, uh, and this is what I'm getting, uh, getting at with Keith's message, uh, stop wrapping them in cotton wool, we live in a dangerous world. <laughs> uh, do we live in such a dangerous world that we tell six and seven-year-olds, well, actually, this uh, teacher, got over. she was out for a run and some man killed her.
3: <coughs> Sorry, I don't think that's what he's getting at. I think he's just getting at, you know, you can give them enough information, that the, that the amount of information that they, you think they can handle and they can cope with, but it's not, you know, pretending that this didn't happen and sho- shoving it under the carpet because at the same time, is that not unhealthy? Is it not no. beneficial to teach kids that this children are very resilient. I worked in,
1: doesn't believe it's unhealthy. I worked
3: with children for ten years in crashes and some some of the stuff that kids would come out to eat would shock you. But the one thing I learned from working with kids is that they are extremely resilient. They mm-hmm. are so resi- They 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 get over stuff way quicker than we do. It affects them differently than it affects us. But I think you know, if they're out with their friends and their friends are talking about it, you can't stop them listening and hearing about everything. And you can't, and I get what Keith means. He means you can't, basically, you you can't put headphones on their ears and stop them knowing what's going
1: on in the world. Alright, I want to bring in some more calls on this uh, Zorka, thanks very much indeed for no uh, for your call I'd love to hear from you on this and find out uh, how you feel about a minute's silence being observed in schools, particularly with uh, young
8: children This is Keith There's no harm in doing this for the kids Look, this life and death is all around them like Why hide them from it? Years ago kids were so familiar with death and things like that and all And now if somebody dies it's it's a tragedy because it's been kept from everyone From a young age Let the kids embrace it So often parents don't want to go through it They probably don't want to go through it from their own experience through life or whatever But these kids are new to it So it's called respect Let them earn a bit of respect and from that they'll learn from it
1: Now Kira, you're on Opinions Matter Hi Kira.
8: Hi,
9: how are you?
1: I'm good, thanks. Well, what is your view on that uh, minute silence?
9: Uh, No, I don't agree with it in the primary schools at all.
1: At all? uh, No matter what age?
9: No, well, secondary schools maybe, Um, but primary, no, I'd rather not. I'd rather not My I have a 12 year old and a 6 year old neither of them know about it I've actually I had a bad week myself this week it was actually Thursday or Friday before I found out about it I didn't even find out on Wednesday the news hasn't been on the radio hasn't been on they don't know anything about it so, and uh, I what, what
1: ages are your younger your younger kids
9: me kids to 6
1: Is six, okay. And we were talking to Sorka a couple of minutes ago who said her six-year-old knows nothing about this. Does yours? No,
9: neither No, nothing at all.
1: And do you know, sorry, is your child gone to school?
9: Yeah, she is. And I was actually talking to the school about something else early this morning. And I asked them, were they doing the minute silence? And they said they were. Um, Now, I don't know if they're including the kids, but I'm hoping they're not, because I don't want it. I don't want loads of, questions when I get home. I've always tried to raise my kids as, you know, confident, independent girls, you know, with cop on it, street smart, um, but within their age limit, like Mm. not scaremongering them. And Um, and let me ask you then... So they know uh, about stranger danger and all, but I think like, and a vicious murder now is a bit much
1: Okay, so having a minute silence in the schools today, I'm assuming that um, it'll be done in a very tasteful way, obviously, but your, your worry out of this is that your child will come home from school today and start asking questions about uh, the teacher. Now, somebody else said, you know, uh, it'll be a minute out of their lives and they just move on with their uh, lunch break. Do you know what I mean? That they, She may not even come home from school and ask any questions. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah,
9: she may not. She, she may not know what's going on or what it's all about or if something is said, I don't know what the teacher's going to say. She can be a very sensitive little soul. She has a hell of a lot of empathy. Like if she sees somebody else crying, she'll get all upset because that person is crying. So yeah, I don't know what to expect. That okay, enough, so it, so if there's you. any
1: obvious sadness in the school today, she'll pick that up. She will. Mm. And that's obviously, that uh, that is your concern. That's what you're worried about.
9: Yeah, yeah, because she really has so much, so much empathy for other people. She's unreal. She just wants to take care of everybody.
1: So um, you, you, like, w- you would have preferred that this minute silence not be held or not be observed in primary schools, even though uh, Aisling Murphy herself was a primary school teacher, so what better place to observe it?
9: I would prefer, oh, in her school, okay because they knew or we a bush in other schools no I'd prefer not to
1: alright thanks very much indeed uh, Kira. 085 825 is our whatsapp number you can send us a uh, whatsapp voice note to that number like Morris just did
9: morning guys how you
1: doing yeah just listening to the topic there about what's right for the young kids you know um, yeah young children need to be protected I suppose in all walks of life what do you think the teacher would do what do you think um, Ashling would do I think probably should get young children to sing a song and be happy and remember her that way like you know you know, don't
9: go back to the old ways, children should be seen and not heard, like telling them to say silence, maybe a round of applause and a clap in a room for her you know um, or sing a song or draw a picture or draw something nice and be creative and let the classrooms um, celebrate her life rather than staying quiet. It's a very tricky one, but you know, a childhood lasts a lifetime. So we need to make
1: it as best as possible for the young people because we can't be overloading them with too much in this day and age. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Mars. All right, Mars. Thanks very much indeed. Now, uh, Stephen, you're on. Opinions matter. How are you, Stephen? Not too bad, Adrian. How no things you like? Uh, good, thank you. Well, what's your uh, view on this? On a particularly private primary school children, young primary school children observing a minute silence in school today?
10: Well, I'll look at it this way. We live out in a small little country place out here in County, Florida, right? and yesterday around 5 o'clock the entire village got together and they put a little picture up and they put candles and they celebrated. Now, there was loads of children around, like from all ages. I think it's right to protect your children, but you have to really show them that the world's not a nice place anymore. Like We used to be able to go around and when I used to live in Dublin as a kid in the council of state, they felt affected because there was a sense of community about it. But mm-hmm. now there's like, there's, I don't know, there's like a sense of you're not included anymore and in people. are just are not interested in the next person's well-being and there's no real unity anymore amongst them. I think it's, I think it's wrong to shadow our children from the realities of life because it is a serious thing. That girl lost her life tragically. But she and, spent
1: a life- uh, but, uh, let me ask you, uh, Stephen, how much information about the tragedy of Ashley Murphy's passing do children need to know?
10: Well, th- as far as the point, uh, the girl literally went out. Now, we understand that, look, we don't know the gruesome things. that. No, led. we don't, no. We don't, and so... What we don't know, we can't tell our children. So if we were to start telling our children these things, it's like a Chinese whisper. one child could hear one thing and the next child is going to tell somebody completely different. You shut them for that. But you do tell them that there was, it's not an accident, because accidents do happen, and I really believe this. Mm. This is not an accident. And that's why we should make sure our children understand that the outside world can be dangerous and if we educate them Okay, but, uh, uh, but
1: sorry uh, you are saying not to tell children it was an accident Yeah, because it's, it's, it's not an accident Okay, so, uh, can, so what do you tell children? Do you tell children this lady was out for a run and some bold man killed her? Yeah,
10: you know, but you, te- you tell them there that she was out on an everyday thing and in life, unfortunately I think there is the truth but you do tell her that she was or life was taken by uh, a bold man or woman there we don't know like but obviously never respected anything that they were. or uh, just I don't know why you don't know or how we done it but the, the matter of but, 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 but you're arguing we,
1: we've we heard from other parents whose six year olds know nothing about uh, this tragic murder um, it, it, you believe that we should be answering their questions and we should tell the truth
10: yeah absolutely Adrian. And I know, it's, I know it's hard but it is it, it is a thing look as I was a child when people people do it the guy that said it, it is respect and I know it's a hard thing for a child to take in and that innocence is ruined in all the way but at the end of the day like that teacher that teacher helped protect their innocence while they were in school Should be not protect
3: sorry do you mind me asking uh, Stephen from what age do you think it's appropriate then I mean you're saying to be honest with them from what age well, do you think she, you get complete she honesty taught
10: seven, she taught 6 and 7 year old now I'm not going to lie my, I have an eight-year-old and a nine-year-old and those guys, look, they have an older brother and they're, just, they're, they're so advanced and it's so hard to pinpoint now what an actual child knows. So it, it's so hard to turn around every child is different and mm. all the opinions that we're going to get is going to be, oh, my child knows this, but my child knows that. Of course, but my child knows other things and other children know other things. So a general rule is one man to put across the children at a certain age. I just say, like, from seven to ten, you should be tall if a bit about the reality of real life, like.
1: Okay, so, um, you, you mentioned that you were at a, a vigil in Sligo last night. Uh, I assume there were young children there too. So there was
10: children there, like my example. When I was walking by, I had my two-year-old child onto the shop. Now he's oblivious. He's mm. That that kid is absolutely oblivious. But the fact of the matter is that my other kid's friend that was also seven, eight, nine, ten, five, and six as well. Of, different class sizes was also around there holding little candles. So, they obviously had some kind of information of why they were there and why they were commemorating this teacher. So, it was a lovely thing. It really was. like For (laughs) me to to sit yesterday was a lovely thing. And I just, our children should know about it. And I just, that's, what I really believe, like, and I know that innocence should be protected, as you like all it said, but it's not a point in life where we have to stand up as thirties and say, look we, we're letting our kids go in a certain way like, we're, we're protecting our kids every day from other things, like, well, as you say, we're handing them smartphones with absolutely unlimited access to things, like, no, it's all, it's all different, but honest to God like, the information that we're instilling on our kids now, it's, it's you can get anything they want through so regardless of whether we're trying to protect them for a, like, the games that they have access to on the computers mm. so it's all there in front of them like the world the world today that we live in even like, though like, the sport right there is promoting kids to play it, and there's violence in themselves so, should we not teach our kids that it's a part of life? It's a part. It's a part of growing up. Okay, life.
1: and obviously, uh, you believe that it, it it is. Let me go to uh, Rachel. You're on opinions matter. How are you, Rachel? Hi, Adrian. How you doing? I'm good, thanks, Rachel. Well, uh, what's your view on this? Should we be telling? Uh, no, should, should schools no, be having no, a minute no, silence no. for young kids?
0: A minute silence, by all means. But my kids are nine and ten. And if they come home from school today with more worries that something bad is going to happen to me, I'm not going to be
1: happy. So what are you worried about? My
0: nine-year-old already has nightmares that something bad is going to happen to me. Or anybody she knows. Oh my God, that's stressful. she knows something awful has happened to a teacher, and she loves her teacher, I I have a child that's inconsolable that I will have to ring psychologists for. So I haven't been informed that there will be a minute silence in that school. And if my children come home traumatized from being in school today, they will have an irate parent on their hand.
3: Would you not have asked the question before you brought them into school? And I, I'm not being smart. I- <laughs> Should have been informed. They inform us of every single last little
0: detail on every other app they've got. If they were planning to hold a minute silence, they should have texted us all.
3: So, if you find out today, if your nine-year-old comes home and says, "Today, mammy we had a minute silence for a teacher who has gone to the angels," let's say, they're I'm happy him, with that. You're, You're happy, not, with, that. happy it, with that? I'm not happy with that. don't mean. You, but like you still that. wouldn't. Be. But I'm if, if they went into detail, or, or, that, which they're not going to do, but if they gave I more detail, I don't
0: want my nine-year-old or
3: my ten-year-old
0: son to think that there is currently what we know to be an uncaptured murderer going around the country. I don't want my son thinking that this is because he's a boy. I don't want my nine. Okay, and in fact, well, one of the. That's something bad's going to happen to her.
1: One of the. Um, one of the previous callers, one of our very first callers, uh, was arguing that it's a conversation we need to be having with uh, kids from uh, a very young age.
0: No, 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 no. He's, my son is 10 years old. He doesn't have this. Toxic masculinity, inverted commas, whatever you want to call it. He's 10. He's a little boy. You start putting that on little boys at that age that they are the problem behind, like, other things, they're going to screw them up. You're going to screw them up. Mm.
3: What, so at what child stage are uh, you asking what put on them as their At what fault? stage do we Just teach children. little boys about respect then the same as you teach little girls about how to respect themselves oh no i agree but what age is that i don't know teenagers
0: secondary school maybe when they're starting to do you get Do think the it has to start to in sexual hormone? do you not
3: think it needs to start in their childhood uh, hang on, what are we actually talking about here in the context of what?
1: Teaching, teaching little boys what? Teaching little surely boys as respect. As a
3: parent, you're teaching your children equal amounts of respect regardless of gender. Yes, I agree. Respect I agree 100%. But what, at what anything. age do you start, you know, teaching them about respect? You know, the kind of respect we're From talking about, about gender violence. Somebody.
1: Okay, do you think your 10-year-old can understand? To respect girls? Yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And is that a conversation that you... in a you... house with... His mother, his oldest sister, and his little sister. He is the only boy in a house full of girls.
1: Okay, so he, he so knows. He
0: definitely knows how to respect women. So if- That's because he knows how to respect people. He hasn't been taught specifically to respect women. He's been taught to specifically respect people.
1: Okay. To uh, uh, show
3: somebody What respect. about the conversation of, now I know this isn't the same thing, that's it's nothing to do with this current conversation, but the, the conversation about consent. <sighs> When do you have that with your child? When they're old enough. Like, I'm sorry, but
0: primary school children talking about consent, they don't even have sexual hormones to even have. I'm not going to be vulgar on on your podcast, but they don't have the capability to have an
3: erection. Their children. But you can teach. You can teach kids respect from a young but age if you're teaching without getting boys into about consent. You're teaching them about sex at ten. I was ten years old when our, our school did sex education. Un- I'm in, just saying. In, in, un- so sex I mean, at 10. I knew about the birds you're teaching and the bees. Boys at ten about rape. But why can't we educate our kids from because a young age so, they, so that they can take it with them into adulthood, that they learn from a young age okay. and it grows you, with them and them? Have and in you got them. any children? I do. You've I have children, two children, yeah. yes. Have you got any sons? I do. I have a son and a daughter.
0: So I, I understand both sides I of the coin. Well, actually, they're exactly. very young.
3: Sorry? They're very young.
0: They're very how, young. Old, how old do you think you would feel comfortable with your son being told about rape?
3: I don't think. How uh, well, do you think?
1: Sorry, you're you, I don't think you can use
0: the same 10. age for
3: every child. I think it is dependent on what you think your child is able to handle because some kids are more sensitive than others. But let, let me let me tell you, there are girls. The sorry, hang on. There are girls getting their periods at nine and 20. ten years old. So what do you wait until That's they're thirteen? function. But, that happens to every single woman no matter what age they need they t- Kids need to be aware of respect. They, they need they to be aware of to consent. Be aware they of need, consent. They need to be aware of their bodies. Ten. Listen, 10-year-olds are watching, some 10-year-olds are watching porn on phones. Sure, my Tens- <laughs> Well, my children not I'm not saying that's phones. okay, but let's be real here. There are, Adrian. Kids with no, smartphones I, 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 watch I pornography and dirty well, videos. Put it this way, to any yeah. parent out there, if your
0: child is watching pornography on their phone at 10 years old,
3: you have gone, gone fucked up. Oh, absolutely, I agree 100%, with you, 100% agree, yeah. but the, the fact of the matter here and the reality is it, is that it happens. Whether, it, and you know what, it might not necessarily be the parents' awesome. fault because it could be another student in the school who has a phone and says to your, your child, did you see this video of a woman being violently battered? The children about rape at 10. Oh, we're not talking about rape here. We're talking about respect. Well, you, there are ways you can word things without being too graphic or too vivid. You can teach okay, your kids with respect without, years without shattering not... their innocence.
0: Okay, one second. Sorry, my son is 10 years old, right? And he is in no way, shape or form in an area of his life where he's even thinking about girls in Crushland. Mm. He's Fortnite and computers laser focused. That is his whole life. Is his computer? He loves his computer. He is supervised, and he is in within earshot every single time he's on it. uh, Okay, let
1: let me read a message that's just come into us this very second from Erica, and she says, "Rachel, can your kids breathe with all that cotton wool they're wrapped up in?"
0: Uh, My kids aren't wrapped up in cotton wool. They're just not exposed to adult matters at nine and ten years old. Simple as. Simple as children don't need to be taught about rape and respecting other sex, the opposite gender, in regards to not being creepy. I'm assuming what we mean when we're saying respecting mm. women. Yes, not being creepy. How is a 10 year old child creepy? How are you ever going to feel creepy? But I have to disagree sorry with you here. Mate, I think you you're not giving 10 years. Can I enough? just finish my sentence once, please? How can you, as a grown woman, feel creepy?
1: By a ten-year-old child. Yeah, as, a grown, as a grown woman, you mightn't, but another child All might. Right.
3: Yes. I okay, don't think you're giving children enough credit, Rachel, for how much that they, for how resilient they are, they are, or how much they already know. Children are not as naive, and believe me, you, your children are not as naive as you are making them out to be. They might not talk. I'm to you. I'm not
0: saying they're naive. I'm just saying they're not aware of the adult world that they're not supposed to be aware of at nine and ten years there old. There are ways of they teaching still kids. In their,
3: their, yes, 100, and that's great. But there are ways of teaching kids respect and teaching <coughs> kids about consent and but how, in how to the behave. System, gender Respect. Don't teach boys they, that they, they have to respect
0: girls, talking. and okay, girls it, it, that they only have to respect
1: themselves. Yes, uh, we all need to respect each other. Absolutely. That's the point. Everybody line.
2: has to I'm respect each other, and you can't expect one gender. gender. You're, you're, you're teaching them never
0: let respect
1: me finish in the sentence. same yes. way.
3: You okay, will never let me
1: finish the sentence. No, I can't hear both of you talking. <laughs> Casey, say what you said there again.
3: I am the mother of a son and a daughter, and I will teach them both respect in the same ways. Do I have to destroy their, their innocence by doing so? No, there are ways around everything. There are ways around teaching your kids about all different types of things. But I mean... To, we agree to, completely on that. S- sorry? We agree completely on that. Okay, so you're saying that a 10-year-old shouldn't know about, you know... Adult s- issues. Adult issues. Well, sex is an adult issue. How do you feel about a 10-year-old... Sex is an adult issue. Yes. How do you feel about a 10-year-old not about sex?
0: <laughs> Very uncomfortable. They can't. What right, the well, hell I do they need to know about sex it, I was
3: taught sex. I had sex education in uh, school.
0: I'm fully comfortable with them being taught sex education in school about their bodies and how they work and to expect changes and all the things that we would have been taught in school. Absolutely no problem. And they can come to me if they have any questions mm. whatsoever. I will answer them as honestly as I possibly can. But do I need my 9 and 10 year old knowing the act of sex and actually how it works? God, no. They're 10.
1: Okay. All right. Stay there for one second. I want to squeeze in one last call, and that's you, Ronan. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Oh, no. Ronan's gone. I think. Is Ronan gone? Yeah, Ronan is gone. We'll try and get him back. Uh, if you want to get a quick comment in on this conversation, 85 uh, 825 is our uh, WhatsApp number. We're talking about the minute silence observed in schools. Let's have a listen to this from Ronan. Uh,
8: or Keith. Uh, me again. But The parents out there not realise, like, by explaining things like this to their children now, especially young boys... Like somewhere along the line they could be saving a life by teaching them at this age. Now that kid gets older and he does what that other man does to that woman there the other day. There's another tragedy. So why wrap them up in cotton wool when you can teach them how to go out into the world and respect each other rather than having a breakdown level and taking somebody's life. Like it's early days, you should be done. All
1: right, now, uh, Ronan, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Ronan? Good, thanks. Now, what did you want to say on this?
4: Well, the same as that gentleman there. Look, we, I was in school. I remember similar things. Well, not similar to this, but having minute silences and, and stuff for tragedies that happen. Uh, exactly what that man said. This what, what, Why wrap up society in cotton wool? Uh, they need to be aware that there's weirdos everywhere. And... Um, and just let them be aware just, of it. Uh,
1: sorry, they need to be aware that there's weirdos everywhere. What do you mean by that?
4: Well, society's dangerous, it's a completely different world we all live in and, and like I have two small kids and so I might have no problem with them being told in school because it's a curriculum that they're enrolled in and you just have to roll with it and let it happen.
3: You see there's so a very model. fine line between teaching children to be aware and instilling a fear into children and making them paranoid and that's where you kind of have to find the balance because you don't want kids to be going around afraid of their own shadow at the no, same I, time I, I but totally you agree. you want them to mind themselves you want them well, to like that's, that's, so, themselves. That's,
4: that's, that's, that's the worst case scenario. Mm. Like, like, I, I wouldn't anticipate that happening. They need to be aware of it because you have to point out these things to the kids so, okay, so you, you, look, it's, it's not like you're rubbing a nose in it or anything they're going into school with a minute silence miss what why are we doing a minute silence Well, no, because there's a tragedy that happened this lady um for whatever way they want to butter it up to the small children and let them know let them be aware but we're having a minute silence to mark her uh, passing what's the problem what's the okay, big
1: deal? Uh, Well, as you could hear uh, a lot of people do have a, a problem with it adina you're on opinions matter hi adina
11: Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me.
1: Good. What do you want to say on this?
11: Yeah, um, I'm not completely um, in, in, a, in a position of uh, holding the minutes of silence, but I just don't see the point of it really, especially if we are not going to give children the right context and uh, uh, all the details. Um, so I just found out uh, uh, about the fact that they're going to hold this minutes of silence last night, and I found myself under pressure to talk about this with my 6 year old in the car on a rate to score because I just wanted to I just wanted her to know things from me. And and let me ask you
1: then, Adina, how did you have that conversation? What did you say?
11: I told her that something horrible happened to a school teacher and therefore they kind of wanted to respect her and pay tribute to to her and to um, make sure um, that you know that doesn't happen to um, other teachers and other people.
3: I think we also this is also about teaching children empathy. You know that they wrap them in cotton wool. Fair enough, they've no idea what's going on in the world. But it's also about teaching them. You know that human life, the value of human life, and that bad things happen. And you know we can stand together in solidarity. And you can mourn as a as a nation. I don't think kids are like sponges. They know what's going on. And any parent who says my child is absolutely unaware of what's going on. If your child is of, of an understanding age and they're verbal and, you know, they can understand what's... They know what's going on. They might not know the whole story, but they're hearing snippets on the news, on the radio. So no matter how much you try to protect your child, there is no way you can fully protect them. Well, and
1: uh, Dina, let me ask you, you, you had this conversation yesterday uh, with your six-year-old. Well, oh, just today, just today. The, well, just, just today, okay. In and morning, this is... Yeah. This is six days after this story uh, broke. So were you forced, if you like, to have to explain this story?
11: I was indeed, and I wouldn't have wanted her to know about it otherwise.
1: Okay, so because you
11: know, uh,
1: the, the minute silence forced you to have to tell your uh, child what had happened to Ashley Murphy, well, not obviously in, in great detail, but you still had to tell her about the story.
11: Yes, and I uh, wh- what I have a problem with is the underlying message of gendered violence, which is more complex, and I don't think that kids uh, at the age of six um, uh, would definitely have to know about mm. this. Uh, I agree, I but we can also still, as I said to the last caller,
3: teach our kids respect, and, you know, let's mm-hmm. not just put it on them when they get into their teenage years. Let's let them h- learn about respect in an innocent way from when they start school so that it can grow with them and in them and they will have respect from the get-go. Maybe. I
11: I think um, teaching respect actually starts much earlier. I think... Uh, children imitate us and they they look at our relationships and how we act in our relationships and I think we have to teach them boundaries Mm. by showing them and leading by example
1: Adina, great to talk to you thanks very much indeed so there is a parent who because of the minute silence in school today felt she had to she had to explain Uh, let's just squeeze in Steve Adrian, I agree with him there when he said there's weirdos everywhere because if you go back now there, I think
10: it was about a year, a year and a half ago, there was a young guy up here in Sligo that was killed in McDonald's. Well, he walked in McDonald's, but as he came back, he just went into his home and there was a guy there that suffered from schizophrenia. And he was just left in the house on his own. The guy obviously had mental issues. And as a result, as the young kid going home, he went home. The guy next door believed he was making a racket and went in and brutally murdered him. And that was only a kid. So, Mm. yeah, there's absolutely weirdos everywhere. That guy thought he was going home to the safety of his own home.
1: That's a fair point. All right. Well, look, that's uh, just about it uh, from this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast or even if you didn't, please hit subscribe or follow and you'll be notified when we upload a new podcast. Thanks very much indeed for listening.
7: Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.